Shut up and sit down. Well, hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to episode two of three of five of Third Shift. I, of course, am one of your beautiful, wonderful, honorific, gosh, just starstruck hosts, Mr. Eric. And with me today is the inglorious bastard, the sad banana, the culprit of crimes, the man, the myth, the legend. It is the Mr. Matt. He's with me today. I like the culprit of crimes. That's a good one. I like that. He's here. We got a show for you. We got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You're going to hear, but before you hear any of it, you're all going to hear a little bit about our weeks, what we've been playing, what we've been doing. So we'll start off with you, Matt. What the hell's going on? Three or four weeks ago, I was in a big funk for two whole weeks, just in a funk. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to bust out of this funk, though. Guess what? I didn't do it. I'm in the even worse of a funk. I'm just like, man, oh, Persona 5 Strikers were supposed to bust me out of the funk. And then we hit more funkitude right when we started playing it. I don't know. I went back in and I grinded in there like we talked about. Leveled up a lot more. You know, got some new abilities. Fused a whole bunch of new Personas. And I was like, all right, it's time to get on stream and start playing this some more. And I went, or I could do something else. I think I'm going to do something else. And I don't know why, because I want to play it. I obviously have to stream it if I play it, and I want to see the story stuff in it, but I just couldn't get myself to stream it and play it and try to advance and do the things. I spent like two or three hours grinding, but I think the grinding just wasn't as easy as I wanted it to be. I wanted to go from map to map and have the enemies respawn each time, but mm-hmm. you got to go all the way back out, and you got to go back in, and you got to go through those same maps again, and you got to go all the way back out and go back in. So it's not made for grinding, really, because you're probably not supposed to have to, and I don't really need to, but like we talked, it's just so weird. I was, are you really? Are you that good? Because I need to. Uh, I keep getting smoked. Just smoked by bosses. And then I gotta go back and I gotta grind and grind and grind and grind and grind. And then I come back. Like the little mini jail bosses? Like the, the things yeah. around theirs? Those those guys give me a hard time, but then I fought two of the, the bosses' bosses. And just, man. You know, and I know I'm just not doing things right. Right. Because it's too much. It's too much for me. It's like... Oh, 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 over to this character. Oh, and I'm just like, I can't keep up with this crap. It's too much mm. flashing. There's too much flying. There's just damage. Anytime you're not moving, you're taking huge damage all the time. And I'm like, I, this is too much. I got to overpower everything. So I got to go back and grind for just, I don't know, maybe 72 days, 72 hours <laughs> worth of time, I guess, to be level 99 and then just finish the first palace. I guess that's what I'm going to have to do. So I'm with you. I'm like, I should play this game. I love it. The music's great. My characters I love. I know I'm going to love all the locales we go to and everything. And it's all my homeboys. But before I do, I got to go grind for 70 hours in this first little area to get to level 90. Because I can't play this game because I have no flicking clue how to do this musu or fly around like banshees switching characters and i don't know i'm like oh god that's what kills me this is not a traditional muso game no it's more like kingdom hearts it's it's not the ones <laughs> that i always did the thing you you mentioned it if you're not running all around you get hit with all this damage i feel like the only time i can parse out like the spells and stuff that are happening are when i'm running around like an idiot 
and not trying to do attacks, not getting close up to anything, just running around. Because mm-hmm. I fought one of those mini bosses, you know, that guards the, you know, you go up the swirly thing and there's the mini jail up there to turn off the searchlights or whatever. And it was the, you know, kind of the angelic dude with the sh- big shield and the sword. Yep. And I got my ass kicked by him the first time because I went in with no SP, no nothing. Start from the last checkpoint, go back out, refill, come back in. And he was doing holy attacks. And of course, I got Arsene, so I'm weak. So I see him start triggering his attack. It was like flashing lights up above his head. So I just ran. I ran. I didn't know what was going on. And once I was like 90 feet away from him, I see, oh, this attack like shoots out little balls that kind of chase you around uh-huh. a little bit. Oh, so I am supposed to run like an idiot. Okay. And then I'm fighting like mini boss silkies later and they're charging up, you know, you see the little dialogue thing. Hey, I'm going to hit you with whatever. So I just start running like a moron until I figure out what the spell looks like. Is it just a circle on the ground? No, it's not because it's a little zippy zappy thing that flies around after you. Okay. I guess every time an enemy shadow casts a spell, I just have to run around until I figure out what it is. But then I'm not doing damage to him. Because my party is just getting hit by a spell. It's very weird. I feel like I should be better at it than I am. It's just so removed from what I know. But like once I found out his holy spell, what it did, then as soon as I saw the dialogue box, I know exactly what to do. Never hit me once. Maybe I just have to do that with every single enemy in the game. Know what every single spell looks like. All their abilities and attacks and movement. I don't know. It's just... It's frustrating. But that's the thing, man, is, I, is that's what I did. Exactly what I did. I was getting smoked, and I was like, all right, let me back up. So I started running away, learning what the different moves were and what these baddies were up to, which was fine. But then I was just, I feel like I'm just playing some kind of weird, cheesy version of this game. Because mm-hmm. the whole point of this game is you just fly in and tag up and do all sorts of cool chain combos and then and, and, and switch you're unlocking your all the different ones as you're doing yeah. them. And then just keep smoking them that way. But because their abilities hit so flipping hard and your SP is out like that, it's like seconds and you're out of SP. Three or four attacks with your SP and it's gone. And yeah. your guns do little to no damage except for like uh, Haru. Haru's is pretty powerful. but With Joker, you get the big charge up gun. You got that, right? Yeah, got that. But but that, you run away and then yeah. you stand there and you charge and you it. you stand there, charge it and shoot yeah. it. Yeah. So like... I just feel like I can, I can get through it, but right. I don't feel like I'm playing the way it's supposed to be played, and then yeah. I'm just playing some kind of weird like scrub version of it. And I'm like, I say I don't want to play this way. I want to be bad man pajama. I want to be out there switching characters, flipping through them, like doing their combos, busting back over. And, and I'm like, I don't feel that though right now. I feel like what it needs to play like is the PC version of Dragon Age Origins, where you can switch it to like a top down view. And then uh-huh. see all the areas where your spells are at. I mean, with just how your spells work, you turn back and forth and adjust the area on the ground where the spell's going to go. I feel like that's what this needs to be, and not some fast-paced, weird hack and slash, but also floaty and... Yeah, that's the other problem. It's so floaty. It doesn't feel right. I, just, I don't know. It's weird. You'll commit to an attack, and then you're floating 20 freaking meters that way. And ends up being in the completely wrong direction, so you're in the middle of nowhere when you land. Or mm. worse than that, you float you know, 20 freaking meters this way right into some electrical attack or sleep attack, and then you're over here twisting your freaking things. And, of course, once, I, like I told you, you stop, you start taking just crazy damage every time. So you're over here, and then all of a sudden, Joker's at 10%. So then you switch, 
And you're like, oh, great. Well, my main character's down. But that's the other problem. Is you're so used to having Joker as your main character. But in this game, you're not supposed to. You're supposed yeah. to make sure you you play with everybody yeah. all the time. That way they get their extra skills, like you said, unlocked. So I don't have it. I just don't have the grasp of the game. And that's bugging me. Yeah. So I keep shying away from it. And I'm like, Eric. You love this game. You're going to love it. It's going to yeah. be great. But you just got to get in there, get overpowered a little bit, commit to learning, and get to going. But I'm just like, or I can play near Automata. Yeah, let's just do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. I have the, all those exact same issues. But when I do get in and you land an ambush and then you hit the all-out attack at oh, the end, yeah. it's perfect. It's. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not trying to say like all the combat is too hard and it should just be hit the button and win, but it feels like Persona 5 again. Yeah. Because all I would do, I, I never got attacked by any enemy in that whole game. I ambushed everybody. Yeah. I, I knew or found all the weaknesses, mm-hmm. ended it with an all-out attack. Every time. That's Persona to me. It's not a big, long, drawn-out boss battle. I mean, they are there, but the majority of Persona is hide, sneak attack, boom you did it yeah awesome everybody poses at the end so when i do farm and grind that feels good when i do that but then you get into a mini boss scenario and then it doesn't feel good i don't know and i it's just like you said i tend to shy away from it one thing i never shy away from is animal crossing new horizons but i i am a little sad in this one because my island's coming together but i have two areas that i need to work on like I'm building a little casino area, and you can buy like these panels that you can customize that make up walls. So I'm like, man, this casino area needs to have these gold panels all around it. And then like I'll make like a little door area that you walk in and have like jukeboxes as like the video slot machines and little velvet stools for everybody to sit on. Oh, it's going to look so cool. I found a casino floor and all this stuff. And then all the Mario items came out. And you can only order in the game from Nook Shopping five items a day. So I can either order five panels out of the, like, 50 I'm going to need to finish this casino area, or I can order five of the Mario items and none of the panels. And there's, like, 50 Mario items that came in because there's blocks and coins and fire flowers mm-hmm. and little outfits and pieces of outfits and the hat here and the this and the that and the shoes and the outfit. And every day I go into my Nook shopping and I go, God. What am I going to get? All right, I'm getting Mario items. And then I walk past my garbage casino that looks like crap, and all my Islanders are looking in it. And, like, you know, because they don't ever judge how bad anything is. They look at the stuff and interact with it. I'm like, Lucha, don't look at the floats. They're not, there aren't even walls in the casino yet. Don't look at the, don't look at the slot machine. You know, this is the worst casino ever. The other area. I put like a big fireplace, like like a big table full of good food. I'm like, I need to connect this to the house, you know, make like a little porch. And then there's this enclosed like area with the panels. I got to do that. I still got to do all that. And the Mario items came out and the casino needs to be built. I'm I'm not stressing out, but it's so every day it's hmm, what incremental step am I going to make today? But on the good note, it is springtime. There's no snow on the ground anymore. All the grass is green. It's bright. It was bright green today. It started off brown and then slowly crept greener the last couple of days. Now it's bright green. Now there's bugs all over the island. I'm catching all the bugs and putting them in my storage, getting them all ready so I can sell them off to Flick and get all the models. And just put like little bug models all over the place. I'm catching all the fish because it's getting to be springtime fish again too. Oh, it's so good. I love it so much. <laughs> and then the only other game that I've played, I've literally played those two games and the Outriders demo, which we're going to talk about later. 
That's it. That's all I did this week because I was in a funk. What about you, Eric? Well, gosh, diggity daffodils. So, uh, in real life, I went skiing for the last time this season. Only got out twice this year, but hey, you know what? It's better than none. Had a great time. Had a fun time. Enjoyed the hell out of it. And of course, beyond that, I haven't been in a funk, but I have been in a weird thing. You know, we talked about it. Persona 5 Strikers was supposed to play, and I have played it, but it I haven't, I gotta get into it. It's it's just not, I'm not like into the thing where I'm just like, gotta play, gotta play, gotta play. Although, what I do have to play is Near Automata. I've been in that just instead, my brain just keeps going, ah, don't even worry about it, Eric. Just go play Near. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yep, just go play Near. And it's incredible. I am literally doing the same things over again, mm-hmm. but the outcome is always different now. Uh-huh. And I just keep wanting to know what what's changed. What's the difference? What's 9S's thoughts on this? Uh-huh. What's the what's this interaction compared to what it was? And then Adam and Eve are doing different things now. They're they're changing up. They're mm-hmm. being weirder and stranger. And I'm like, why are they different now? What how come he formed here all of a sudden? What what's happening? Oh my gosh. And of course I'm opening up new chests that only 9S can open up. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm getting these cool logs based on old human history. And I'm like, wow, this is neat. This is cool. I would so much rather be playing Nier Automata right now than the <laughs> other games I have to play. God damn it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And I'm like, man, I, I really wish I had 2B. I miss being able to juke and jive and just beat the schnips out of anything that comes against me. But I'm like, stop, Eric. It's fine. Watch this. Bloop. Hack. Mm-hmm. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, yeah. Don't even worry about it. Just hack again. Pew, 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 pew. You don't got to worry about attacking nothing. Just hack everything yep. over and over and over until it's all blown up and dead. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, I can dig this. I like this. Oh, man. It's a really good game. It's so good. It is such a wonderful game. So I'm over here just saying, I'll just play near. I'll just play near. I'll just mm-hmm. play near. Near, 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 near. And I'm like, Eric, no, 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 no. Persona 5 Strikers is there, buddy. No, nah, not right now, man. Got to play some near. Eric, your brothers and, and whatnot, why don't you play Destiny 2? Okay, I'll concede today. Really cool gun, really cool story. You got, you got some cool stuff happening. I'm like, wow, this feels actually. I'm super excited. They helped me get an exotic gun in Destiny 2. Uh, the I don't remember what it's called, No Man's Land or something like that. Scout rifle, freaking crazy, awesome. Feels wonderful. We went and did some strikes. Had a great time. Had fun. A whole new story. And I'm like, oh, I could go play the story. Nah, it's fine, Eric. Don't even, don't even worry about it. Just go play some near. Mm-hmm. What? But but that's a good game. It's a good game. Eric, go go finish Bloodstained. You had to for February. Nope. I did. I did. I'm just kidding with you, man. I, I did that. I did that because I didn't want to fail on everything. So I did also play. I didn't put it in the notes, but I did f- play and finish Bloodstained. So I did it, folks. At least one thing I said, no, you will sit down in this chair and you will play Bloodstained and beat that damn game. The only reason I said nope is I was on the Games Pass just yesterday. I was like, ah, oh, what's mm-hmm. what's on there before I switch over and start watching wrestling? And it was like, going away soon, bloodstained. And I went, oh boy, I wonder He's if you did it. not going to finish. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I got it. I got through it. I had a good time with it. Um, if you don't know, there's multiple endings and there's all sorts of extras and stuff you can get in it. So I'm pretty sure I missed some of that, especially if it's going away before I get back to it. But yeah. I did go through. I did play it. I did have a great time with it. The game was really fun, really enjoyable. Uh, still not as good as Symphony of the Night was, but it was still great. So there you go. For February, Bloodstained was beat. 
I can rest easy, and this month's going to be super easy because the game I'm going to talk about here shortly came into my hands for free, and that's going to be another indie game in my belt in about three, four hours. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. So that got played. Destiny 2 got played. As we'll talk about, the Outriders got played. Persona 5 and the Nier Automata. That, in a nutshell, is what I've been up to this week. That's what I've been up to this week, what you've been up to this week. What I'm going to be up to next week is the release that's out today, right now as we're recording this, maybe yesterday if you're hearing this, in the future. It's Loop Hero, developed by Four Quarters, published by Devolver Digital. This one was revealed, I think, at the Game Awards this year, when they did the, hey, we're revealing the 2021 Game of the Year for Devolver Digital. And it was Loop Hero, and I went, huh, I don't know, this looks like this little dude walking around in a circle. I don't I really understand what this is. But then I heard more about it, and I heard more about it, and now I'm hearing the reviews since it's out today. And I went, yeah, I got to get that game. Because it's a roguelike. It's kind of a city builder, and it's a deck builder, all in one. Three things that I absolutely love. In Loop Hero, the lich has ended the world. You awake in this world of kind of nothing as the hero, and you go marching on a quest. And the main part of the game takes place on a loop. You see a little track through the world, and your hero goes marching. March, march, march. You run into an enemy, and it's kind of an auto-battler. You see your hero on the side, the enemy's on the other side. They hit each other until one falls down, and you get items. So you put those items on your hero. Now he's a little bit stronger. Now he's got a little bit more defense. You know, you get a chest plate from that orc you slayed. Okay, cool. But he also gives you cards. What is this card? It's a mountain. It's a forest. It's a meadow. It's a village. What do you do? You put those cards around the loop, either on the loop itself, like you march through the village, and it gives you, you know, refills your HP, gives you a quest to go slay another monster, which automatically is harder to give you better rewards when you finally do slay it as you encounter it on that loop. Or it's a forest and it's a mountain, and you put it off the loop, and that incrementally buffs your hero a little bit. You put down mountains, maybe you get more strength. But each time you put down a card, it also gives you crafting resources. Put down a mountain, it gives you pebbles. Get enough pebbles, you make rocks. Get enough rocks, oh, what do you do in this game? You just go around the loop? No. You can also go back home to your camp. In that camp, you use your pebbles and your rocks and your sticks and your stones to build up your camp area. You bring in other survivors, you bring in shops, you bring in this, you bring in that. That makes you better in the loop. And you go to the loop to get more cards, to get more items to get more resources, so when you go back home, you build that up. It's basically Rogue Legacy all over again for me, except it's not action platforming gameplay. It's strategic. Pause and think, hmm, where do I need to put this really tough monster encounter? Do I want to put it right up close to where I'm starting so I'm fresh as a daisy when I'm going into it and I can get those rewards? Or do I want to put it way back here? I'm, I, I don't know if I'm going to be ready for it. I'm going to put it near the end of the loop. And I can see if I'm getting around to that, hmm, I know that tough encounter is coming up. Do I go for it and possibly die and then go back to town with way less resources? Or do I get right up to it and then go, nah, it's time to retreat with 60% of my resources? Or if you make it all the way back around to the start of the loop where your campfire is, you can go back with 100% of your resources. So it's risk-reward, it's deck-building, it's a roguelite, it's city-building and management, it's everything that I love in a game. It's got 16-bit graphics, it's got awesome sound. I'm going to love this game. Everything I see about it makes me want to play it more. I downloaded it right before we did this. I got on Steam, on this laptop right here, downloaded it, paid money. It's mine. It should be yours. It's Loop Hero. Dang. 
Man, while you're out there buying games, spending your money, hard-earned bucks on games Matt's telling you about, I'm going to tell you a little bit about a game you ain't got to spend no bucks on, no money on, because PlayStation said, hey, do you have PlayStation Plus? If you do, which you do, because you have to, if you want to be online and play any game on the whole system, you're going to get this wonderful little title for free this month, the month of March. It's Maquette. And it's a cool little puzzle game that was developed by Graceful Decay, published by Annapurna Interactive. It's released as of March 2nd, so you know you can go grab it right now on the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. Go to the little PlayStation Store, go to your little PlayStation Plus little thing, and it's going to say free games. Oh my gosh, look at all these cool titles. Well, there's one of them right there. What do you do? Well, it's a little story about a couple who were in love, they, they had the same hobbies, they put together this little journal, and they both drew, loved to draw and do doodles. So she opens up the journal, and she starts to reminisce. And then you get sucked into this whole little world, which is a little world and a big world at the same time. So everything you see has a little version and then a big version. And then whenever you interact with the little version side, it turns everything big. And the big the big area turns into little stuff. And it also you can turn little things into big things, the big things into little things. And then whenever you interact with them, they'll you know change what you did with the big side as well, the little side as well. So you have to kind of think big and small at the same time. So if I need to get up these huge staircases, but obviously you can't move this giant staircase, well, you got to go a little side, try to move it there, put it in a place. Then, of course, be aware that the giant one's going to come crashing down or move over here and do this thing. If you find a, a, a key, but it's a huge giant key, obviously you got to get into the little world, so you got to move it, get it to where the little keys where you can access it. And, the, you know, one side, you see what I'm saying? you got to make sure you're thinking on both sides of this as you go along. And as you unlock the story, the doodles from their relationship come up and then they talk and interact with one another. And, you know, and it's not interact. She's remembering, you know, what they said and what they were doing at this time in their relationship. And so it kind of just gives you like this nice, light, sad, fluffy, good times, bad times of just this couple and their rough goes and their good times and, and, and just the ebb and flow of it. And as you're doing it and solving the puzzles, you get more of their relationship as they went along, more of their doodles and the explanation of the story and how it was operating at the time. It's just a fun puzzle game. And as I think I, think I alluded to earlier, it's like three, four hours long. So it's not that big of a deal. You cop in, you find out about these two and how they, they lived together and how they loved and hated and fought and this and that. And all the while solving these really cool puzzles in between these environments that are a match, mirror image of one another, big and small, and interacting with both of them to achieve the goals you need to. Man, you had me at Annapurna Interactive, and then you had mm -hmm. Think Big, Think Small, and Puzzle, and Short Little Indie Game. Obviously, I'm going to get it because it's free, but man, Annapurna Interactive does some of the best stuff. Man, they've got to be one of my favorite games publishers slash developers that are out there. Obviously, What Remains of Edith Finch is one that they mm -hmm. did. Donut County, they published as well. It's two of my runner-up games of the year the past two years. Oh, my God. This one sounds yeah. like another winner, too. I can't wait to play it. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun, and the best part is, is even if I wasn't going to play it, it's free. Yeah. So, no, duh. I like puzzle games, and it's free. So, now... I get to fulfill my indie game of the month for no dollars whatsoever for March. It's such a wonderful thing. I can't wait to check it out and have a good time, spending a few hours solving some puzzles, learning about this couple and what happened to them, whether it worked out in the end or if it didn't. I don't know. I got to go play and solve the puzzles and figure it all out. I recommend you all do too. 
See, I was going to say, man, I should set myself a really easy gaming resolution, something stupid, easy, and dumb like you did, but I totally did because Games Pass is free and it's easy to download and play those games. So we both did it. Hooray. Self high five. Bam. And it ain't stupid easy. I mean, you know, I still got to play them. There's still the part of me that goes, hey, just go play your automata. Don't don't worry about any of this stuff, That's man. true. <laughs> don't worry about it. Eric, what do you want to do? Oh, we're going to play near. No, you got to fulfill that goal. Go play yourself in Indian night. And even though I'm having a great time and love it, it's still going against what my brain, dumb brain, just says go do. That's you know true. how that goes. That, we all know how that true. goes. Yeah. So don't hey don't don't just be all mean and, and nasty about it. It's it's tough out there. It's hard out there for a pimp, but you know what's not hard is getting <laughs> shift codes for Golden Keys because we got them in Borderlands Three and Borderlands the pre sequel. Hey, one of our favorite games, Eric. We never did finish all Wilhelm. You never did finish all Athena. You got to go back in there and get it. Now <sighs> we could do it with some free loot. So everybody out there, hit up the Twitter, the Reddit forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourself some free loot in two fantastic games. Gosh, bless. You keep saying that, and it keeps making me sad, because I honest to God want to do that. Mm-hmm. But there's, I'm just falling so far behind. There's so much to do. Yeah. It's, I just feel it. I feel the tunnel just getting longer and longer and longer no, and Eric, longer. Don't play Nier Automata. Don't play Persona 5 Strikers. Don't play the Outriders <laughs> don't demo. Don't do game. anything. Don't Come on back with me, and we'll play Borderlands, the pre-sequel, all over again. We'll we should start the characters the all over again, though. Yeah, we should. I don't remember where I was so at long. in Skill Tree, yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, man. And, of course, while you're going way back in the past, let's talk a little bit about Borderlands, the movie, That's right. and what it's going to be playing. Oh, I mean, Tiny Tina, one of my favorite characters. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Loved it. Well, she's been cast. It's Ariana Greenblatt. And I'm not really sure who she is, but hey, that's super cool. And I hope she does very well because it's a beloved character. And I don't want to see it misportrayed. See, I was going to I was gonna do this bit. I was going to intro it and go, do you know who it is, Eric? No, you don't. But then I was going to say, but do you know what movie she's been in? <laughs> yes, you've actually seen one. Because she was young Gamora in Avengers Infinity War, my second favorite superhero movie of all time. And... I don't really remember her doing much in there. She kind of went didn't like, really do anything. was it worth it? And he went, yeah. What did it cost? Everything. Go for it, yeah. Tiny Tina. You did it. Yeah. She had the dagger and a little speech and a little yeah, spiel, yeah. but you know what I mean? I can't judge how good she is and if she can portray, you know, Tiny Tina respectively just off that small performance. So I mean, I'm all like, I can well, say is Tiny Tina's not green, so I don't know why they picked a little green girl yeah, to play this right, Tiny Tina, though. man. That's, no, that's, I'm going to wag my finger disapprovingly about that. That's skin. That's skinnest or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that one, we also got a surprise. I wasn't sure if I was going to put this in the show, but I think it was the Gearbox official account said, Hey, Duke Nukem fans out there, are you fiending for some new music? Check out Duke Nukem Tank Tracks. And if this is basically a tribute album to Duke Nukem 3D's soundtrack. I didn't have the guy's name pulled up. I think it's like Jack... He said he listened to the Duke Nukem 3D soundtrack over and over and kind of like deconstructed it, put some things together with new instruments that they wouldn't have had back in those days. So if you're fiending for that Duke Nukem 3D style soundtrack, check out Duke Nukem Tank Tracks. It's up on Spotify, Bandcamp, Amazon, iTunes. I listened to it earlier. There are a couple pretty cool tracks on it, and now I totally forgot. He screwed it up. He forgot the track, everybody, but he doesn't want to have forgotten the track, so he's looking crazily for it he's looking around he's laughing he's he's punching himself in the face he's turning beet red he's getting real sad over here oh my gosh did he find it i don't know 
it didn't come up, but I think the one that I remember was like kicking it old school or kicking it old style. I was listening to that one and it had like a funky groove to it. But all the other ones, they vary from different genre to genre. You know, some are more rocking, some are a little more like hip hop influenced. But some pretty good tracks. Like I said, if you like that old school, not like sound because he's updated it with the new instruments and stuff. If you like that old school vibe with the Duke Nukem 3D style soundtrack, those like 90s FPSs, check it out. It's free. You can listen to it on your Bandcamp app. Who cares? Just like Maquette. Go play that. It's free. God, I love all this free stuff. Imagine being young again, Matt, little kid, and having the free stuff you have these days. Mm-hmm. Like nothing was free when we were young. Absolutely nothing. not. Everything was nothing. very expensive, expensive, and you got in trouble for wanting the expensive thing. Exactly. Nowadays, they just hand things out all over the place. I know sometimes it ain't the best stuff, but it's, but it's stuff. stuff. It's free stuff all over the place. If you want to be a gamer and you ain't got money, you can be a gamer and have no money now. You can do it. It's stuff that would have blown our minds as kids. Yeah. You play League of Legends for free forever. Free. Forever. One of the best games ever made, in my opinion. Star Wars, Old Republic, you know? Yeah. These MMOs. It's, it's, I can't even just put my head around it of what the difference is from when we were young and today yeah you could you could always play a game now for no money at all yeah forever all the things you could play like 900 games on your phone right now for free money you don't even need to own a console a computer you don't even have to own a tv just boop 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 there you go genshin impact a game that's already being talked about as maybe a game of the year this year yeah for free. You can just go play it right now on your phone, on your Switch, on your freaking PlayStation, anywhere you want. Remember the free game on our phones back in high school? Uh, Snake. Nobody plays Snake, Snake anymore. <laughs> freaking Snake. Or, That's what we had, drug, children. Remember that drug game on the calculator? I remember Drug Wars. <laughs> drug Wars. I mean, this is... What a world. It's, so it's a total side tangent. I remember I, I somehow got into the code of Drug Wars on my calculator, and I started changing it to, like, you were selling video games instead. I put in all, like, it was like meme the game before memes were actually even a thing because we didn't have memes back then. I was like, oh, here's all the really nerdy video game references. Even, like, the dialogue for the characters that you met in Drug War were all video game themed. I was like, this is the best. Who am I going to share this with? Nobody, Nobody, because I never really finished it. I think I shared it with one dude, and he was like, oh, this is awesome. And then it just died right there. But man, good times. Different world, different time. And of course, speaking of time, you're probably out of time to go compete and have a good time in the hunt 2021, because when you're listening to this, it's going to be over, folks. It's too, it's it's gonna too be late. Over. There's no segue. There was no saving coming <laughs> back from that beautiful. tangent. No, I that will not beautiful. accept it. No. That was a beautiful one. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's A++. That's $100 right there in your pocket. Gosh, bless. The hunt is probably over, everybody. If it isn't, when you're listening to this, it's like on the verge of being over, all right? Well, but see, I wanted to say... No, wait, wait. I'm interrupting <laughs> again because when we were talking about it last time, I don't think it had even started. I think it started like two days ago. It's over, though. It was only like March 1st through the 5th or some snips like that. It's super short. It was just like a week, five days, a week long. That's it. So, yes, it's just listening, listening to this. It is probably ending or over. So, you're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I just want to say, hey, I'm glad they raised the money for St. Jude. I hear it was super successful. Uh, Killer Six, Lazy Data, uh, Jolt's Dude, Damn It to Hell, and, and many more. There's a whole bunch of them involved, having a good time while they're playing some Borderlands 3, collecting the loot. I hope everyone had a great time. I hope they raised a whole bunch of money for the old children at St. Jude. 
And Gearbox also stepped up, had all sorts of cool little rewards for those involved. And, you know, what's not to like about that? It was good stuff. I didn't get to participate because I just, I'm just way too busy. There's, my life is crazy and I suck anyway at most games. So, you know, eh, I wasn't going to win. It's not happening. Hey, if it runs from the 1st through the 5th, uh, that's all the days that I worked this week. I could, yeah, exactly. I, could, I could do anything. but So for the hour and a half you had? Uh-huh. <laughs> but like you said, raising money for St. Jude is always a good thing. St. Jude does really awesome stuff for really sick kids, so you can, you can never say anything bad about that. So props to you guys doing the hunt, raising the monies, doing the good things. If you didn't check it out before, check it out in retrospect and maybe drop some money towards St. Jude as well. And just to clarify, it is to the 6th. Oh, so I got, I got one day to do it. You got one day. There's a chance. So get over there. Support your favorite streamers who are involved in this thing and have a good time. Throw a few bucks to those kids. And hey, you know what? Watch watch some cool people. Find some cool loot and see if they win. Who knows? I think they've already said they've got the pretty much the winner because they're so far ahead and rocking it out. But you go do the research. You go check it out for yourself. And that'll get you involved. Speaking of doing the research checking things out for yourself, and getting involved, you and I got involved in the Outriders demo over Friday, Friday night, drinking lots of beers, having lots of fun. I'm going to start with you, Eric. First impressions, what you got? All right. There's so much going on here, man. There's so much. First off, super big. I love this game. So much fun. Had a great time with it. I am totally in for playing it. All right. That's, that's That's the huge big. All right. Now we'll we'll pare it down some more. Combat, the moving, the guns, the feel of it, fantastic. I love the movement. I love how you go from you know obstacle obstacle oh to go ahead and do your little barrel roll, do the whole nine. The uh, the gunplay feels very solid when you get on target. It stays on target. You're laying damage down range. Um, I was the pyro, so of course learning your abilities is really cool and unique, and doesn't feel just kind of just whatever doesn't matter it's extremely important and i super appreciate about uh, you know appreciate that about this game is that usually in games when you get your little skills and your extra abilities it's just it's just you know cherries on the cake 25 percent extra damage when you have your yeah, skill you can play without them and still win the game in this game that's a big fat negative if you aren't busting those skills out constantly and using them the way they're designed to be used you will die a lot you will die over and over and you will never get anywhere in this game i love it i love the fact that they incorporated skills as a necessity to succeed in this game and of course the world tiers i love that i know they ripped that right from division good on them because the world tier system is awesome i think everybody should adopt it especially in the games as a service loot-based kind of thing because it's just a fun way to play and allows you to kind of go back and forth and play with friends. No problem. Now, here's one that I don't like. The graphics. They're so good sometimes, and they're so bad sometimes. And I don't understand. <laughs> well, I'm jumping in on this because all right, I'm not, I'm no, we're in. not going to go like all Eric's all right. half and then all Matt's half. We're not doing it. Yep. I'm no, say, I want to mix it. Let's do it. I'm going to say the things you said that you like about the game are all the things I like about the game, too. Mm-hmm. It feels good. It feels right on a Saturday night. The skills feel powerful. They feel worthy of your time and your effort of doing them. Mm-hmm. Even though I was just playing the Technomancer, so it was throw a grenade, throw out a turret, and then throw out a longer range turret. I mean, that that felt like division skills a little bit to me on my end. But then when we started unlocking the cryo abilities, I could run up in melee a dude and he gets all frosted over with ice. I put the turret out 
And if I put it in the right spot, then everybody's frozen and you run up and shatter them. It feels really good. I think my only issue with the gameplay is that, you know, me and division, I put on my shotgun or my SMG and I run in like an idiot. Well, that's not what the Technomancer does. You're supposed to stand back and shoot and be Johnny's support while you go running in like an idiot. So that, that's where the disconnect was for me because I wasn't feeling it for a little bit. Not not bad enough to not have fun, but I would run in and be like, why am I not doing great? And then I started backing off, just throwing out the stuff, and it felt really good. But you start going into what you don't like. This is where I was going to start it because I always start with the good and then kind of work my way down and then neither don't mention the bad or mention it at the end. The presentation sometimes really sucks. Like you said, sometimes the graphics look good. Sometimes they look bad. Sometimes the audio and the graphics of the cuts are messed up. And it is just the demo. They're off by like three to five seconds. So someone's like wagging their finger in their face and yelling at you. And then once they're done, the audio comes through. Uh-huh. Now, granted, it's just the demo, but it's so it's so jarring. It's like when Discord freezes up here when we're doing the pot podcast and then it comes back really fast. It's just mm-hmm. crazy. It feels so weird. And the worst of it is, is one of the vendors, the old world vendor who wants all the uh, the old world gear mm-hmm. from you, she just does it no matter what. Like, yeah. Every time you talk to her, she's just way off. Yeah. Her, her voice and, and what's... She's moving and in like and said, leaning on the counter yeah. and... It's super awkward and weird and just, I feel like I should turn my eyes away and not look at it for uh-huh. a second, you know, and, and it, it throws you out. Yeah. And then there'll be scenes where like the environment around you is just beautiful. Smoke mm-hmm. going off, cool environments, little fireflies or, or ash or whatever floating around, this and that. But then like you'll get like this render of your character's gear and it just looks like a mud pie. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, this looks like crap. Why, why do I look like complete garbage? But this, everything around me looks wonderful. Oh no! And then sometimes the just the voice acting. Some characters, I feel like I really enjoy it. Jacob, he's great. I love him. Mm-hmm. But the main chick you talk to, she she's all right. But then my character's voice sometimes is just. The female voice is just horrendous. I'm just taken completely out because I'm just an actor in a studio reading the script. Granted, it's just the demo. It's probably not finalized, but it's sometimes that's the weird part. Is sometimes it's bad, but sometimes it's right on the money. Yes, true. Like some of the most of the criticizing that's been done in this game has been through the voices, etc. Yeah. But I'm telling you, like I love the way she says things because it's exactly what I would say. Like. And it doesn't make sense sometimes, but it makes sense for me. Like when she walks up, you want this one chick's dying, you know, blood everywhere. You want help? I don't want help. I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> she just walks away and I'm just like, yeah. yeah, that's that's what I would do. But of course I understand most people aren't gonna do that or react or say anything remotely like that. Deadpan weird, just like, okay. And then like your best friend, hey, I'm here to save you. They get shot to death, and you're just like Man, oh well. They just walk away, and I'm like, "What? That's what I would do, but nobody else would do that." This is so weird. It's fitting for me, but I I totally get why people are like, "What in the hell is going on here?" I I feel like I enjoy like the like there are some of those really just deadpan moments, which are just so perfect for a character who's been through a whole bunch of stuff and is going through a whole new level of weird stuff going on right now. But I feel like I want it to. I want it to go overboard. 
I want it to be Bulletstorm. Yeah, Bulletstorm. I want it to be and I feel ridiculous. Like in the middle. And, mm-hmm. and I hope there are at least a bunch of side quests where you can go be completely off the rails or meet a character who is, you know, maybe Jakob gets like totally on a bender and he's you're driving on a dune buggy doing some crazy thing. I want I want it to just go nuts. And so far it's kind of like it's kind of like, well, we have to make it so it'll pe- not like appeal to a lot of people, but you know what I mean. Got to tone it it'll down and ratchet, ratchet like it in. Actual story. Make sure people will actually like this. No, man, make it and crazy. And then they burst out. Yeah, well. make it nuts. That's what and I And that's, God, that's exactly what it is. It's like you see moments of them just going completely AWOL and weird and doesn't make any sense. And that's like, per- that's Bulletstorm. Yeah. Just completely out there. None of this is real. None of this is whatever it's all bonanzos everyone's freaking crazy it's just weird crap but then you turn around and all of a sudden they're trying to be serious like no we need to save people and then and you need to get in line over here da, 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 da. no you and need to just blow this whole town up yeah. and we'll go take over the world because now i got exactly. superpowers yeah and it, so i'm like no come on you guys and gals like you said just go full bullet storm with this just have a good time let the character be wild and crazy and ridiculous let it be over the top let these freaking morons be just insane. It's good. It's fine. But speaking of over the top being ridiculous, I told you I played the Technomancer. I had a lot of fun with that playing with you. The next day I was like, hmm, I got to at least try out some of these other classes. Even though I don't play a lot, I'm going to play one mission, maybe with each of them, see what I like. And I started up the Trickster. And oh, I was torn between the Technomancer and the Trickster anyway. And I should have just gone full on Trickster because my God... Those abilities are so good, so game-changing. Like, we had, we had that mission with the hounds where they ran up on us, like four psychos all mm. in each different wave. And we're like, oh, man, I don't really know how to deal with this because we're both kind of medium to long rangers. Uh, I was a trickster. I hit my one ability. It does like a, maybe not 180 degree, maybe like a 170 degree arc of damage in front of you. And then everybody explodes and melts away into nothing. And then the second ability makes a giant time bubble. So if I didn't hit him with that and two more run in, I go, time bubble. And then they're, and I just shoot him in the face. It's amazing. I'm going trickster. I'm re-rolling that character. I'm remaking her. I'm making Ifni again so we can have our sisters. And I'm going full on trickster because I even went down the ability tree. And I was like, it keeps getting better and better and better and better. I'm going to be warping around the battlefield, turning people inside out and upside down and slowing them and blowing them up, lifting them up in the air, and they just hang there for three and a half seconds. Oh, my God. So you're mentioning all these wonderful skills. I, of course, played the Pyromancer. And you get this whole wall of fire, shoots out, goes through all sorts of everything, and then it turns everybody, you know, gets them on fire. They all start panicking, standing up, allows you to shoot them in the head. Super standard, super fun. Then you get this other skill that single focuses one enemy, gets them on fire, and heals you to boot while they're on fire if you kill them. And if you kill them, they kind of like go up in the air and incinerate and blow up. And then your mid ability is a straight up heal. It goes in, does damage to the enemy, and whatever damage you do to them, it gives you the healing back. So you're all about just getting in people's faces, you know, but like you said, mid-range though, not like personal, Mm -hmm. personal, but mid-range, flame, 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 flame. You got to keep the flames going. You got to keep those ignitions up. You got to keep those yahoos exploding, lighting other enemies on fire. So they burn, explode, and give you more health because you are weak. A few hits and you're dead. So Mm -hmm. the whole thing with the pyromancer is just about keeping everybody on fire, keeping them burning, keeping them exploding so that your health just keeps going whoop, 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 back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. 
and that's the beauty of why I picked the Technomancer and why I still I still do want to play this character a lot because literally I think Pyromancer you get you get healed when enemies you do deal status effect damage to are killed yes. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Trickster if enemies within close range are killed you get healed. Technomancer any damage you do heals you. So you just stand way in the back and you go plink 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 or you put out a turret and it goes pow, 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 pow. all the damage heals you. And then eventually, down that ability tree, you just get a healing wave. 33% heals to you, 50% to my turrets. I'll just go, boom, heal bubble all over the place. Which is pretty sexy. I don't know if I could pass up just an instant heal. Eric's going, oh my god, he's got me. No, he doesn't anymore. I got you. Yep. And we're off we go to the races. Yeah. So that's definitely tempting. And of course, the other one I'm going to play when you play the Trickster is the Devastator. The Devastator has the seismic earth attacks and all that good stuff. It's like your tank character, you know, and I don't know much about him or her. It'll be a her for me, but yeah. but that's the other one I want to check out and see if I, you know, I jive with or have a good time with because those are the only two that I was really, the Trickster and the Techno, not for me. So See, we're the perfect duo right here. Mm-hmm. It works out. It seems to work out all the time like that. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. But that's why we get along and play these games together. And I'll tell you what, man. Getting the loot in this game feels really good. I yeah. feel like it's pretty well balanced. It's not like loot's just flying out everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's not just too much and you're just like over, over, you know, oh, God, i got to go on my menus every two seconds. And I really like that there's always like a loot box in every like mm-hmm. little combat arena. If you look around enough... You'll find it. You'll find a loot box. And it feels good to be like, hey, got the loot box over here, dude. Oh, hey. And then, you know, a mm-hmm. couple pieces of gear. Like you said, like two fly out. Not 16, yep. not not zero. You get a good a balance of gear. So every few combat encounters, you're like, all right, hang on. Let me see if I picked up anything good. Or right there as you stand looking at the gear. All right. Yep, equip. I see up arrows. Yep. And, of course, every, uh, every world tier ups the chance of loot dropping, you know, a rare loot. You got your greens. You got your blues. You got your legendaries. I'm sure you got your purples, etc. I haven't seen a purple yet. Blues are as high as yeah. we've gotten. There are more than that, though, and I've seen people getting exotics and legendaries, etc., and all that. So that part of me is like, oh, man, I need to go grind and grind and grind. And here's where the grinding comes into place. I did it. I went in back in after me and Matt played, and I said, oh, I'm going to go replay his missions. So I, I did exactly that. You go back to where the mission started. It'll be like a little uh, white exclamation mark because, you know, you've already done it. And you just say, replay this mission. Sure. And it goes through all the dialogue, does the whole sugar roll again. You can skip it if you want. And then you just get right into the gunfight, right into the boss fight. And then, boom, collect your loot, and you hop back out, and you move on. You can do it as many times as you want. And I'm sure... That these bosses have, you know, a chance to drop whatever special gun it is. I'm not sure. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't done the research to see if each boss has only a specific, like, legendary or if it's kind of like a world uh, loot pool table going on. I don't know that much, but uh, I do know that they do have chances to drop elite gear. And the higher your world tier is, the better chance you have at getting it. So part of me is already like, oh, man, I should go do replace mission, like, 10, 15 times, see if I can get lucky and get me a legendary and go play with Matt. <laughs> and speaking of replaying those missions 10, 15 times, man, I, you know me, I don't like to grind a lot. I talked about having to grind a Persona 5 Strikers and not really liking it. You know, whenever I have to grind, I'm not I'm not feeling I'm not a farmer. I'm not, I don't do that kind of stuff. But then I opened up the skill tree in this game, and I saw a gigantic spider web of skills mm-hmm. leading to three different, like, uh, builds for each of the classes of character that you have. For the Technomancer, it's a, a something, a something, and then Shaman Priest. 
So you got to be shaming in that one. But then each each one of those little builds has, like I said, like so many nodes that all connect to little other ones. So if you want to go cryo damage, you can go up this way. If you want to go, what's the other one? Ah, like void damage or whatever it is. I'm 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 blanking on it right now. Mm-hmm. That leads you down this way. If you just want to do straight gun damage, it's leading you this way. And then you get things that modify your skills, that modify your abilities, that modify the debuffs, that modify the status effects. I haven't gone through the whole thing because looking through that giant spider web at all at once would be too much, but you navigate to those big, big wide nodes on it and go, oh man, that sounds good. I can't wait to get to that. What's the one up there? Oh, that sounds really good too. Man. And I'm hoping it's real easy to just respect those skills because there's a lot of different nodes and lots of different ways you can build each of these four classes into three subclasses and then get different characters on top of that and redo it all over again. It's, Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but as soon as we opened up that menu and looked at the skill page, I was so happy. I like, I guess maybe I'm used to like, you know, the one path you got to do or you got two or three. And I mean, this is two or three, but it's a lot of things. But there's a lot of mid connections. That's what I really love too. Yes, that too. As you can get to like mid nodes and then they'll have uh, the nodes cut down into the other the mid section or the lower section. So you can be like, well, I really love the first mid node of the uh, the healing side, but I don't want to go all the way in. So boom, well, you can do that. You can pop, 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 get your mid node, which boosts up all your healing done to yourself upon uh, combustion or whatever it is. Then you can just say, all right, I'm done with that tree. Pop down through that connector joint, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you can bust up your combustion damage itself or whatever it is you want to do. You can even work your way down to the lower one if you want and get into whatever that one is. There's just a lot of cool possibilities, a lot of ways to kind of make your character your own character, you know, customize it and really be like, man, look at me, I'm immortal. And you're like, why are you immortal? You know, what are you doing? Well, I went here and then I moved down to this. and It's fun. It's customizable and everybody loves that. And that's that's the thing that I love most about this kind of thing is, man, you can play Pyro, but then when we re-roll and do two different characters, I'm going to play Pyro and be totally different from you. Mm -hmm. You know, oh man, I picked these three skills because you could only equip three at one time. Oh man, I really thought these three were awesome. And I specced into those and had a great time doing this and this and this. Oh man. So awesome. I love stuff like that. So I think the replayability is going to be there. And we already talked about the replayability of the missions, the different legendary loot you can collect. Uh, They said it's not, you know, it's not no games as a service. The game is the game. What you got is what you got. Uh, They said if it, if it's received well and does well, they will do DLCs for it. And new classes. I saw that today uh-huh. as I was checking it out. If it does well, you get DLCs and new classes. And if you yeah. do a new class, that means you got to have a new skill a tree new and new abilities and a, new skill and a whole tree. new yep. playthrough. Oh, boy. <laughs> so the possibilities here are really, really awesome. And I love what People Can Fly have done in the past. So I have faith that they're going to pull through and do some good stuff here for me in the future. I agree with you, but I did just get an ironic smile on my face because I'm like, man, I'm getting so hyped and have faith that it's going to be good, but I'm getting so hyped over like a two-hour demo. And I realized in my head that that's not, you can't do that, man. You got to be more cynical than that, you old rascal. But I, hey, you know what? Like we said with two other things, today on this episode, the demo's free. Go play it and judge for yourself. Have a good time. If you see us on Mahagaglung and Doc underscore Funky, invite us up and we'll be too drunk to know how to do that. But we'll be like, cool, I got an invite from some person. I hope he's having a great time in this game. Hey, God, let me DM. I'll DM him. I don't want to be rude. And then I'll spend 30 minutes trying to like... That's true. PlayStation that always text happens. Out. Yeah, that always happens. 
30 minutes trying to do this long, articulate, stupid message. We appreciate you listening yeah, interest exactly. in our podcast, uh, but well, fortunately, we are inebriated. Yeah, uh, we, are, we are drinking beers and would not like you to join because, well, you know. <laughs> That's the way it goes. God bless. But yes, check out the demo. It's free. You got no excuses. We recommend the game. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Take a look for yourself. Absolutely. And let us know what you think about that Outriders demo. Are you excited for the main thing? Are you going to wait and see? Are you going to Are you going to spoil it and not make it sell a lot and get us our, our DLCs and our additional classes? Let us know via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com. On the Twitter machine, at thirdshiftemi. And find us on Facebook under Third Shift. What is that? Ding dong. Oh, it wasn't very loud, though. It's, ding dong. Oh, there's something in the distance. I just... What? I can't make it out. Maybe it'll be here next time, though. I just... It feels All like right. it's so far away, like it's getting a little closer. It's just it it's not huh. gonna make it here, but it might yeah. be in the next episode. So stay tuned. Maybe it just went next door, but for sure, next time that's right. We're gonna hear it. I, I have a feeling. Woo! But while we're waiting to hear that freaking message, let me tell you, you can go over to the Patreon and you can say, Man, these boys, God bless them. They're doing good work. We love it. We love their opinions on outriders. We agree with them wholeheartedly because they are so smart. They're so smart, I want to give them my money. You can do that. You can go there, throw a buck, two bucks, three bucks, five bucks, a million bucks, in which case we'll open up a food line. You want to see us open up a food line? I do. I think it'd be great. I want to just totally change my life instantly. It's going to be the best thing in the world. I, I was going to say, I'm not sure that I want to see us do that, but then you said change your whole life up, and I went, yeah, maybe I do want to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe now I want to see that happen. Yeah. The stress would be incredible. But the upside was be maybe it'd be a great time. I don't know. It's a possibility. We have it on promise if you throw in a million bucks our way. Mm-hmm. So, hey, that's by law. We'd have to do it. So, that's yeah, pretty scary Contractually stuff. obligated through Patreon. Because <laughs> exactly. nobody ever welches on their Patreon promises. No, no one ever screws <laughs> over anybody else there. Yeah. So, anywho's, you can do that. And if you so choose to do that, we so much appreciate it. It does help us pay the little pod beans and all the other things we got to pay to keep the podcast coming out onto the internet and keeping us up and running week to week to week. Because if we didn't have all that, as I always tell you, we'd have to pay out of pocket. And if we always had to pay out of pocket, the wives, the the significant others, the et cetera, the families would be like, and then we'd have to like keep struggling to do it. And then I'd have to go donate blood. Then I'd get all pale and I wouldn't feel real good. And then my, my attitude would probably change because I'm slowly getting sicker and sicker as we do the show. Come on. Don't make me do it. And you have it. For all these years, you have it. So I appreciate all of you so very much. If you don't got money, you can go ahead and contribute in all the other ways, like mailbag questions, uh, thumbs up on the old Facebook, likes, etc., or whatever it is, uh, hearts on the Twitters. You know, I don't know what kids do these days. It's really tough. I don't know about social media. But you can go over there and do all those things on those said locations. Speaking of things I don't know about people doing, use this as a background of your famous TikTok that you're going to get famous on or your Instagram reels. Yeah. I see that all the time, and it's some weird garbage in the background. Instead, play an episode of Third Shift. Make it the longest TikTok in history, an hour of us two going off while you're like... Do a little jingle or dance, yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever everybody does, we totally appreciate it. And thank you for listening. Even if you do nothing else but listen, that's enough. Because you know what? When you get the little metrics and it says, hey, people are listening, you know, good for you. And it's like, oh, it warms the heart and makes you feel great. And that's all we need at the end of the day. 
And all we need for you to do is listen to that very next episode, because it's going to be coming out on the 11th of March on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, rating, review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. We do indeed appreciate it, and we need that five-star review. I'm telling you, it's got to be coming. I can hear it. It's just like that little old you heard earlier? Mm-hmm. I hear a... That's the sound of a five-star right there. It's like a dragon. But it's faint because it's not here yet. But I hear it coming. We're going to get it. So you do your job out there. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Your little eyeballs rolling. Get your eyeballs out of your little rolling head and pay attention and get me a five-star review right now. And until we're riding that dragon of the five-star review, there's nothing else to say but... It's like a weird crying dragon. <laughs> oh, God. Can't even blow fire, just blow smoke. <laughs>